Hi, my name is Duncan. We're the Fantasy Football Fanatics, and I'm joined by Matt in London and Ben in LA. Guys, what was your football highlight of the week? Yep, so mine was um, Mars's 95th minute equaliser. Uh, <laughs> so I think, similar to you, Duncan, I was watching on NBC and they switched over. And I, I had just transferred in Mars this week uh, for Raheem Sterling, who didn't play today, so that was good. And then, wow, just banged it in. And he got three bonus. It was pretty great. <laughs> that was that was my football highlight of the week. Although it was it was just my most poignant moment of the weekend. It was my football low light of the week. Watching Kane not really score any goals or fire very much, and then immediately switching to Mares, who you had and Matt has <laughs> to see him with the last kick of the game win it. That was yeah painful and. Whilst I was texting you guys on WhatsApp at the same time saying, oh, Mares free kick in the last minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I can't repeat what I said after that. Okay, Matt, Matt what was your highlight of the week, football highlight? Of the um, week? I mean, that was a highlight. I wasn't watching it live, so maybe it wasn't quite so special for me. Um, but then just tracking the, uh, the Liverpool game, I think, was probably the, the most exciting game has been after that this weekend. And seeing that Kane versus Salah comparison, and he got the goal, so it was okay. It could have been so much more, though. Yeah, it definitely could have been so much more. Um, okay, um, so game week's review. I think Ben is in the lead. How much have you got, Ben? Um, so I'll probably finish on 60 points with a hit. Um, so... 56. I don't have any players tomorrow, so I think I'll probably get a green arrow this week. Um, transferred in Davies for Jones, which was great. Um, six points. Transferred in Morris for Sterling, so that was good too. Um, Captain Salah over Kane, because um, I was listening to this podcast called Fantasy Football Fanatics, and one of the guys was saying you should just always Captain Salah, so, you know, I did that. Uh, <laughs> that's me yeah, yeah that was you that was you so um captain Salah, that worked out matt said could have could have been a lot better but i'll take it um van liverpool clean sheet was great really needed that because i have van dyke um and yeah that was it it's pretty good weekend i've had i've been on a bit of a slide so i've had like seven red, red arrows in a in a row so I need I needed this uh, game week, and it's getting closer to the top of our league as well. So I'm quite pleased to rebound it this week. You've turned a corner. Yeah, I've turned the corner. Going to finish strong. Back. End of the season. Back on the straight. Yeah, the home straight. Yeah. Um. Okay. So next is kind of between me and Matt at the moment. In our league, we're on equal points. So I think Matt, you're ahead just by point, uh, the amount of hits you've taken less than me, I think. So do you want to go with your game week? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so Mares and Salah scored most of the points my team. Um, good old Robertson got another six points. He's been a, a really good signing for me. Um, I've still got, I mean, I can't even put field 11 players this week, so I'm still sort of hemorrhaging small amounts of points here and there. Um, I need to get rid of Ibe and... I got rid of Sterling this week for Mares, which worked out okay. But my Trippier signing really didn't pay off. Um, I sort of I looked at the fixtures and thought he'll be safe for the league and Aurea will do everything else. And they swapped him round just at the point I put him <laughs> in. So following that, Trippier only plays in the FA Cup and Europe and now never plays in the league. So it's been a bit annoying, that one. It hasn't really worked out. But but you've, got, you've, got, you've got a lot coming off your bench instead, though. That's not bad. Yeah, but I was just playing around because I put McBurney in. Uh, he's not even at the club, so he can't play in the Premier League. So <laughs> <laughs> I see. Oh, just for my benefit. That was I was doing a Duncan trick there. Yeah, leave your injured players on the pitch just yeah. to annoy other people. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And I've got I've got Tomkins coming in for Monday night game. So he got me nine points last week. So you never know. He might he might score big again against United. So we were chatting before the podcast. 
basically it all comes down to uh, Tompkins. If he gets any points, you go ahead of me by that amount. And if he gets an own goal and is sending off, then you go behind me, basically. Which sounds like like a 50-50 chance, to be honest, the way Crystal Palace... Yeah, and the injuries they've got as well. He he could not finish the, the 90 minutes. <laughs> he could get negative points. Fingers crossed. Okay, so that was your game week. So you're finishing with, you uh, reckon, 40? 48 plus Tompkins. Okay, nice one. Okay, so my game week, uh, I not a great game week, obviously, um, coming last. I'm on 41 points at the moment with another three to come off my bench. Sterling didn't play for me today. Um, my transfer in... Um, who was my transfer in, actually? Uh, Shakiri. I brought in Shakiri for Lingard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It was the wrong time. It was the wrong time. I should have done it weeks ago. Um, and I decided to do it this week because the price was going up and I could do a straight swap for Lingard. Um, but I should have waited until game week 31 to bring him in because he's got City. Is it City away next week? Uh, Who? Yeah. City at home. Shakiri's got City at home mm. next week. So that was, mm. it was just, it was silly, but I was swayed by the price to bring him in. So, You're well yeah. set for 31 now, I guess. I'm I'm not, to be honest, um, because I looked at it a couple of weeks ago and you guys were already ahead of me by a couple of players that, could play in 31 and despite you know thinking about 31 and talking about it for ages my team was quite far away from having I think I was on four or maybe you know three or four with a you don't know if Richarlison's going to play or so I've been focusing on that so uh, the week before last I brought in Mane and Salah no Mane and Firmino sorry so I've got Mane, Salah and Firmino and that's been brilliant that's been worth it that's worked out so well it was Hard not to go with a Liverpool defender, how cheap Robertson is. Um, Robertson is at 4.8. But yeah, Mane's really paid off two goals in two games and playing in a good fixture in 31. But yeah, my team is is on the edges, just kind of falling apart. You know, Jones with his injury, Sterling injured, Ogbonna injured. The Dawson transfer, to be honest... Did has worked out because he scored a goal last week. Um, despite West Brom being in the worst form in the league, I just brought him in for his goal threat and he got me a goal, so I'm happy with that. But yeah, yeah the cracks are starting to show. I look at your guys' teams, there are no injuries, and for months now I've been fighting injuries on the edges of my squad. Um, and I can never really get to a you know, Speroni, my backup goalkeeper's injured. Um, yeah, there's just kind of holes appearing everywhere that I have to try and cover before I can actually make any serious transfers. So, yeah, not a great game week. I'll probably, hopefully, might get a green arrow or might just be on the average. The average was 27 points yesterday, but I'm sure that will probably creep up towards 40 points. So maybe just above average and hopefully getting a tiny green arrow, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, with um, Shakiri, I have a funny story. So I woke up at 7am yesterday to watch Premier League. And for some reason, I didn't realise the Spurs game was on. Because the US, they show multiple games. So I watched the entire first half of Southampton Stoke, thinking it, was, thinking it was the televised game. And I was like, why are they showing Southampton versus Stoke? Um, uh, so I watched it. Watch. But I will say, having watched 45 minutes... If Stoke do anything remotely good, it's just Shakiri. Yeah. Like, um, so that was my biggest takeaway. Because I had two promoting and I was like, God, he's so bad. But yeah, <clears throat> I, I, I would feel good. I would feel good having Shakiri going against Everton. Oh, is that game week 31 you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good fixture. That's why I've brought him in. But did you see the argument between him and Juf? Yeah, he's just he argues with everyone on the pitch. It's, it's kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> he's surrounded by useless players. <laughs> but Juf's now looks like he's dislocated his shoulder, so hopefully mm. they'll bring um, someone who'll 
finish off those chances like Arahino, you know, that poacher in the box <laughs> scores so many goals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. He's, yeah. Just finally on my, on my game week, um, I didn't, again, didn't follow my own advice and Captain Kane, um, mainly just because I thought everyone would be captaining in Salah and that that ship has sailed now if you want to try and climb up the leagues. I don't think it works anymore to captain Salah. So I went for Kane and it didn't work out. Got the assist, which is a great assist by him, but yeah, didn't work out. Not too much of a problem, Salah with one goal rather than goal and two assists or anything like that. So I kind of got away with it. But yeah, that was my game week. I'm Um, glad that you're tempting into taking those risks with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because that always works out, doesn't it? Um, so I don't think we've covered it before. Does everyone just want to go over their overall rank? Because we haven't really talked about that at the moment. So ben, I guess you're a lot further on than us, a lot further up the league. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently ranked 128,000. So just outside the 100K. My rank high was 24,000 in game week 21. Um, yeah, I was really flying, and then I've steadily dropped from 24,000 to just outside the 100K. So I think my goal is to definitely be in the, within the 100K by the season end, because I, I still have all my chips left, so I'm hoping that will propel me. And Matt, what about you? Uh, I'm 615,000 which is going to be potentially my worst ever um, I think my, my highest ever this game week up until Christmas where I was about a, a millionth in the league and I've slowly worked my way back a thousand players I mean hopefully I can a thousand people don't cap Dallow and other things like that Yeah, I, I'm pretty close to you. I'm on uh, 617,500. Um, and I've been around this rank for ages now, since around Christmas, I think. Just kind of going up to 500,000 and then falling down. And just seems to be really hard to get out of this bracket, I think. Um, yeah, to get up towards the 100,000. Um I just don't think it's going to happen this season. I'm, I've been holding off on my wild card and things like that, hoping that's going to be a big jump, but I don't see it being big enough to get uh, back to where we normally are. So I think I, same for me, it's going to be another, it's going to be my worst season so far for sure, which is sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking at my history and I came 6,000th uh, last year and then always in the top hundred. That, um the last few years but yeah this year just hasn't happened although it has at least been climbing up since Christmas for me so I can feel at least moderately good that I've yeah I I was about the same as you just a a few points behind you last year and you know top 100,000 top 15, top 30,000 the two seasons after that uh, before that um, so yeah, I just don't know what's happened this season. We've both just fallen off a cliff slightly. Maybe we put too much into it last season, and now all the bad luck's coming to catch up with us. Yeah, I'm a bit of a Conte type manager. I think just after doing so well and winning the mini league last year, <laughs> we have a little break. Got my eyes on other other leagues now. You see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking about basketball. That's it. That kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Um. So. We've done a game which review. So planning ahead, um, I was going to ask you guys about your kind of strategy going into 31, thinking about the double game weeks coming up possibly in, in 34, um, wild cards, free hits. What's your thinking? And I think just for a bit of context, I think, Ben, you still have your wild card and all your chips. Is that right? Yeah, I have all my chips. And Matt, so... you've used You've used your free hit and you've used your second wild card. That's right, yeah? That's right, yeah. So I can play the point scoring chips, but I can't get players in other than by taking hits. Okay. 
So, yeah, Ben, what were you going to say? Sorry. Um, yeah, so I'm probably going to save my transfer for next week. So I have two frees for game week 31. And then um, I, I, I still need to fill my third Liverpool spot. Um, so it's definitely between Mane and Firmino. I feel like Mane would be the differential pick. Um, and Firmino would be like, I don't know, the, the safer pick. So I, I, I still need to figure out what happens. Um, Surely Aguero is probably on the way out for you, right? Yeah, it'll be Aguero to some striker and then um, probably Delhi to some midfielder. Um, but I do plan a wild card in the game week 32. So I may just do some random punts like, I don't know, who would be a random punt like Josh King or... Mm. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I don't really know any other good strikers for any of these teams. They're so bad. Um, but yeah, I kind of want to go Mane because he, he seems like a little bit of a differential. But yeah, we'll see. So, so you're thinking two transfers for game week 31, possibly taking some hits. Mm-hmm. Then and wild card well, game week 32. Okay, so you've got. 32, 33, and then going into 34 with a bench boost. Yeah, bench boost for the double. And then I think there's a... Then I would free hit um, on one of the blank game weeks coming up. I forget which game week it is. I think it's 35. 35, yeah. Um, But yeah, that's my plan. Because like... I'll have all these Bournemouth players who I don't really want, so I just want to wildcard them out. Also, I have Everton players who I don't want either because Everton are really bad. I think defensively and going forward, they're just horrible. So I just want to get rid of all these players as soon as I can after 31. I know the feeling, yeah. (laughs) And then you're going to be playing your triple captain in 37, the final double game week? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I've already... um... I, I haven't really looked at the fixtures, but um, there are two doubles left, right? So it'll be some yeah. combination of bench boost in one, triple captain in the other. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, it's a bit more interesting with you because you've already used your second wild card. So what are you thinking for 31 and, and the double game weeks? So for 31, I've had the plan to like not overcommit and just try and score points leading up to third game week 31 with I. Transferring in Ericsson and Mares, who had like good fixtures, um, because I I couldn't put loads of rubbish players from the game week thirty one bunch in my team because I wouldn't be able to get them out again quick enough. So yeah, I just as long as I have three Liverpool players, I'll be moderately happy. Like I've got a couple of other like Tompkins and Jordan Ives has been a bit annoying because he suddenly got dropped from Bournemouth, but Wilson, who also has been quite annoying because he just doesn't do anything other than get two points these days. Um, That's because I brought him in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I've told you I hate Wilson. Uh, he's always <laughs> been a curse of my team. <laughs> he has been ever since then, just getting two points. Uh, so, mm. is I'll get, yeah, maybe save a transfer next. Depends on Jones' injury, if he recovers in time or not. Um I'll just make one transfer to make sure I've got 11. and That'll probably be a game week 31 player um, in defence. Bauer. Yeah. Um, and then for game week 31 as itself, I'm planning to uh, Mario De Bruyne, depending on form, to Man. So oh, I, I, my three I Liverpool. think I missed you there. Your internet might have dropped out. Do you want to say that just one more time? Oh, sorry, yeah. So for 31 itself, I just make sure I've got the three Liverpool players. So one of De Bruyne and Mares or Eriksen will just be dropped for uh, for Mane. So how many players for 31 will you have? Um, so probably about six or seven. Okay. And I don't think 31 looks like such an odd week. I don't think people are going to get massive scores. So I'm gambling on that basically. How many will you have then? Um, let's see. I have 
Pickford one. Super moting two, three, four, five. I'll probably have I'll probably have seven by the time. I are you guys gonna take hits to fill players? I feel like I'm not going to do that. Have you heard the theory that uh, a hit in a blank game week is actually worth two minus two rather than minus four? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you buy into that? So I was. It depends on the player. I mean, still taking a minus two hit hurts if it's like a rubbish player. So I was yeah. maybe taking minus two for Shakiri or Delafau, but um, Delafau's now injured. Shakiri, I might do, uh, but it depends if his form like. Continues through to thirty-one. It's unlikely with uh, City coming to visit. Yeah, but I mean, he did look. I thought he looked really good this week. Even he didn't score. Like he's he's got he's looks quite determined to like have an make an impact. And uh, I think Stoke did score two away to City, didn't they? Yeah, I think Lambert's got them playing better, and I think he's whatever he said to Shakir, he's got him playing with a lot more. Uh, determination. So I don't know if he's like working for a transfer elsewhere or something, but he's uh, yeah. he's definitely trying harder at the moment. Yeah. Um. So at the moment, because I've gone for the strategy of planning for thirty-one, you know, kind of the last couple of weeks, I've got seven at the moment who should be playing thirty-one. Not sure if Richarlison will actually be starting by the time he gets to game week thirty-one because. His minutes are getting less and less each week and he's looking less and less the player that started the season on fire. So it might be that I'll have to take him out for someone else or maybe I leave him on, hope hope he gets one point or something like that and I go for the defensive changes instead. But with seven at the moment, I could get, yeah, I could get kind of three players in and have 10 going into game week 31 with only taking one hit. So that would be quite good. Um, But yeah, I think I've gone for this strategy and Matt, you've gone for the other strategy where you're looking at maximising before 31. And at the moment, you're coming out on top, but we'll have to see. Yeah, it only really counts after 31. You might might claw it all back again. And it all depends on how high scoring those fixtures are, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, so... What are you thinking about in terms of kind of double game weeks, Matt, and how are you going to navigate those? So you're not taking any players in for 31, but then how are you going to navigate it with your triple captain? Um, so I do have the triple captain and the uh, bench boost to play. So again, I'm not making definite plans about which which week I'll play it. I think it does depend on the form of the players in question, like the key players. Um and what it looks like, and I'm, I'm definitely I'm trying to resist taking any hit at this stage, so I can like sort of justify taking hits a bit later, basically. Okay. Save it, saving my hits up. And I think was it? Uh, it wasn't last season, but the season before, um, when we were both going for the top of our mini league, I actually managed to get really high score without a wild card into double game week by using triple captain. Mm. Um, yes, I, think I remember I got, that Sanchez captain. Yeah, 160 odd points, I think. Still have nightmares um, about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's the the year I beat you in the league, and you had your wildcard going in like I do now. And yeah, so it doesn't really mean that it's definitely all over. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I'm. Yeah, there's been two seasons of having these sort of chips. And last season, it was really, really important. And I gained a lot of points when I had to have them in hand come the double game weeks. Uh, but the season before, they didn't have much impact. So um, I'm not, I'm reasonably optimistic that I can sort of navigate through, actually, without having to, without having that wild card in the bank. Yeah. Well, we will see. We will see. I've been holding on through all the pain of, falling down the overall rankings to 600,000, not using my wildcard, just saving everything, even the free hit chip, all for these last kind of four game weeks of the season. So if it all goes to tits up, then um, I might have to walk away from <laughs> <laughs> fancy football. What, I, what I'm so, gambling on, big 
really, is the, um, that if the league gets completely sewn up, then there'll be so few players trying hard. So uh, that's what I'm hoping happens now. Yeah. And that's looking likely with, with the Chelsea game. Chelsea not even taking part in an attacking game at all. Yeah. And that's... When you beat me a couple of seasons ago, it was all about those, uh, basically, I played the wild card and then Liverpool just dropped all their first team players and everyone else yeah. was rotating and so nothing happened. And so I ended up having this they team of players that didn't Europe They were all playing for Europe in Liverpool, weren't they? Yeah. So and that, that could be again. again. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh dear. <laughs> Slightly worried now. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, anything more on kind of planning ahead you guys want to talk through or do you want to move on? Yeah, the one thing I would say is that's a really good point that Matt brought up and it's made me think about Man City players after my wild card. I'm really interested to see what Guardiola does. Does he just basically just stop playing all these players like De Bruyne, Silva, Sterling, Aguero, does he just like stop playing them? (laughs) So... It does concern me because um, watching the game today, they're, they're clearly like the best attacking team along with Liverpool. And I would love to get in like David Silva um, and some of those other players. But I wonder what, what just happens if Pep just stops playing all of them at some point. Once the league's wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts playing the the youngsters because he's got quite a few talented youngsters that haven't got very many minutes yet. So that, that could be something for next season he's thinking about. Yeah. The thing is, though, he yeah. might want to keep his players like fresh. Whereas in the, the, they need to keep playing so that they um, they don't go off form. So Yeah. I think it was Gary Neville was making an interesting point during the Man City-Chelsea game, saying that the problem that they might find is that the level is so low in comparison to the big teams in Europe even playing their the supposed big teams in the UK. So um, he was using Chelsea as the example. They weren't even taking part in the contest. They were just sitting back in two banks of uh, four. And that maybe City will struggle to raise their game in Europe when it comes to the later stages because there's no competition in the Premier yeah. League. But it's worth bearing in mind that Tottenham, Man U, Liverpool um, should all go through in the Champions League as well. I mean, Chelsea are probably going to go out. So they might adopt the same rotation strategy as well because they've got nothing else to play for other than Europe. Yeah, so it's kind of what you were predicting a couple of weeks ago that the big teams are probably worth avoiding. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll kind of see how that pans out. But should we look forward to the... Game week 30 in the fixtures and have a look through there and kind of see what we think. So the first one on the list, the early kickoff is Man U Liverpool. So as you guys are both Man U fans, I'll let you guys jump in and take this one. Uh, so I think, have Liverpool got Champions League next next week? Uh, I'm not sure. I think, I think Champions League is starting in, isn't it? Yeah, so I think <clears throat> Liverpool have Champions League next week, and Man you have the Champions League the week after. So it's going to be mm-hmm. a game for like sort of not fully thinking about it, even though it's the derby. Um, they'll be thinking about other games around the corner. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see the Mourinho park the bus and a very low-scoring type game, and I can also see Liverpool maybe not fully going for it um, if it doesn't matter. Um, but Klopp, Klopp being pragmatic, possibly. Not necessarily. Well, it, it depends how the game goes. But if I guess if he's just played his uh, a lot of his big players for Europe, then he, uh, I don't know, he, he might haul players off a bit earlier just to keep keep them a bit rested. I was looking at the Liverpool squad, and now that Sturridge is gone, they don't have a huge amount of backup up front. Um. Yeah, I think they've got kind of Solanke and that's it. Ings is there, but he's kind of injured on and off mm. and still kind of coming back and doesn't seem to be trusted by Klopp. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I don't know if there's a huge amount of rotation they can do up front. 
Um, especially kind of Firmino, thinking about that. I actually think they'll they can rotate in the Champions League because they're five nil up <laughs> on yeah. the first round. So I think yeah. they'll definitely see the derby as the bigger game. The problem is for us United, we are not we are definitely not through yet, right? So I think we'll we'll we're more likely to be saving our place for the Champions League. So um, I Was think. It- I think Liverpool could, could beat us or we'll park the bus, basically. <laughs> was the Sevilla game at home or was it an away game? It was nil away, nil-nil, yeah. Okay, so yeah, they'll be going for it at home. Yeah. So that's sounding like it's kind of in favour of Liverpool for the derby game then. Um, I think I... so. Unless we park the bus and we win 1-0 or something, nil-nil. <laughs> sounds like that's what Jose was resort to, but us and saving the strength for the Champions League and it sounds like Liverpool will rest in Europe and go for the derby I think so yeah I I mean, think they're 5-0 so. up and then and, and then they're going to out it yeah it's crazy I don't know I no? think it could be I think it's quite a 50-50 game because United at Old Trafford and yeah I'm, is it, people like, players like Sanchez are eligible for Europe so it's not Minutes and we've got quite a large squad, so I think some of our fringe players end up being better than our own. So, um, I reckon it'd be quite close for a one goal either way. Sorry, I think I'm I'm probably trying to sway it in Liverpool's direction because I have three Liverpool. (laughs) I'm very worried about the bus, Jose's big bus. Yeah. Next the, week, the actually, just sitting there playing those square balls. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of McTominay, Gary in our league has brought in McTominay. I know, absolutely, truly bizarre. Four point two, another mad transfer from the Maverick in our league. I mean, Maverick, uh, Maverick, yeah, a player who's never scored <laughs> in the Premier League. Watch him score against Palace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hat trick. <laughs> um, this this week coming up, just kind of looking at the fixtures and looking at my team, is is going to be a really tough one with three attackers going away to Man United. You've got Wilson at Bournemouth. They're going to Tottenham. Uh, well, no, Tottenham are coming to them. So that's a tough game. Shakiri has Man City coming to visit. I've got Jones and obviously, you know, Liverpool um, and Sterling might not be fit by then. So it's, a, it's looking like a really low-scoring game for my team. And that's where the strategy of going for 31 and not going for the games before it might come back to bite me. So hopefully not. Right. Um, Everton-Brighton. So I've been looking at Sam Allardyce and his interviews for Everton and this weekend was another prime example. He is looking so downbeat. He's normally, you know, chest popped up, really full of himself, and really confident. And he's he's not looking confident at all. And he hasn't looked confident for a long time. And the players don't seem to be responding to his methods. Ashley Williams is getting himself sent off again. And defensively, they're not looking good. Attacking, they're not looking good. Um, and Brighton have just, beaten the whipping boys Arsenal so um, I can see this being Brighton's game they look to be in really good positive form at the moment and they've got you know players lots of options up front now they've got the new striker um, who scored on his debut who's looking good Um, yeah I I can see this as a Brighton win to be honest Everton maybe get a goal but um, maybe 2-1 Brighton I would say yeah, I have I have Pickford, and I was like, how how do how does a team concede two goals to Burnley? I was so mad. Right, <laughs> Burnley saves. He made so many saves. I know. Burnley never score more than one goal. I was like, so I'm I can't wait to get rid of my Everton players. But um, yeah, I agree with you. They are shocking. They're so bad. Yeah, I see it as a draw. To be honest, I don't don't think Brighton are all home, that good yeah. away from home. Um, yeah, but 
Yeah, 1-1. OK. How about Huddersfield-Swansea? Swansea on fire. Yeah, Key. Remember I talked about Key a couple of weeks ago? Was he your... He was your gamble. He was my gamble. Ah. Uh, um, yeah. But I don't think I would have ever started him, but um, he's, he's scoring points. But all his, all his points are like really long-range shots, so... Um, yeah, I, I don't know about this fixture. I, I think this can go either way, honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Swansea are in really positive form. Defensively, they're good. Um, I, I think the IU brothers are now playing together and starting together and really linking up well. And I think Andre IU looks like he wants to prove a point. He got three assists this game week and I can see him going for goals against Huddersfield um, I, I definitely see them scoring away to Huddersfield um, yeah just from the kind of positivity they have around I, I think they could get a result for sure I can picture this being the last game on a match of the day to be honest yeah, <laughs> like a thriller it's a six-pointer, relegation six-pointer. No, I think it's, it's, it's really important to both teams. These are the sort of games they have to get points in. And I don't know who's going to win, but I can see it being low-quality, sort of battling performance. Um, two teams desperate to try and get something, but incapable of scoring many goals. What's the name of the Huddersfield manager? I've totally had a mind blank. He is the fake Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, <laughs> mini v- Wagner. 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 Yeah, yeah, Wagner. So, in his post-match interview after the Spurs game, he was just completely moving on from the Spurs game. He was saying, you know, we've got really big game next week um, at home, buzzing about the fact that it was at home, and he's got a few home games coming up, two home games in a row, um, and saying that that was, you know, where he was totally focused on now. So I think they're really going to go for it, and I think they'll be matched by Swansea. So maybe in that that kind of way it'll be a draw. But I don't know. I think Swansea will have the quality myself. Okay, uh, Newcastle Southampton. Who wants to take this one? This one I also think could be at the end of match of the day. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think this I... is a clean sheet all round. Yeah, nil nil or one nil to one team. Yeah, not ex- not excited about this one. But I, I have Yedlin, so I'm going to play Yedlin this week just to see. Good plan. Good plan. I I really don't like the look of Southampton striker Carrillo. I know that people are saying that the commentators are saying that he's improved Southampton up front, but I don't really see a goal threat from him at the moment at all. I think he's holding the ball up as far as I can see, but he's not really providing many chances. Yeah. They seem reliant on Ward-Prowse at the moment, which says a lot about their current attacking abilities. Yeah, but, you know, great set pieces. Um, Yeah. What about Newcastle going forward? Terrible. (laughs) Yeah, pretty poor. Um didn't have much away to Liverpool but that's kind of a harsh place to judge them yeah 2-2 away to Bournemouth the game before that with Gale getting a couple of goals and Perez getting assist and looking dangerous so you know they're at home and there's been a better atmosphere apparently in Newcastle recently so you never know if someone's going to snatch it it could be Newcastle with the home advantage yeah yeah they could they could win 1-0 yeah yeah, but it's sounding like quite a few tight games so far. All four we've previewed have been quite tight games. So with that on top of the fixtures of my players, it could be a really low scoring game week across the board. Unless we can find some goals in West Brom Leicester. Morris Hattrick, surely. Yeah, I think so. He's back on form now. <laughs> Morris yeah. is trying again, yeah. Let's see those free kicks whipped in against West Brom. <laughs> yeah. Although Craig Dawson, he is a force of nature. 
from set pieces and corners. How many goals did you score this season? At one. <laughs> I, had I had him on the pitch. He got the goal for me, so I don't mind. I mean, he did very well there, but I can't see it really a, a continuing trend. Yeah. Yeah, West Brom looked doomed. Looking at the form table, have you seen it recently at the bottom of the league? Uh, it's got five losses in a row. You can't see more than five games, so I don't know if they've lost even more than five in a row. But it's, yeah, it's looking like they're completely gone. They might have sacked Pardew by this game, so that'll be interesting. So, yeah, maybe a bit early for a new manager bounce, though. Yeah. yeah. Caretaker manager hope... bounce. Yeah. I hope they keep Pardew so Leicester can win. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll win either way, to be honest. Who's looking really good for Leicester is that um, one of their new signings, the French guy, um, young uh, French winger. I'm just going to look him up. Diabate. Diabate, yeah. He looked really lively when he came on. Mm. Um... I don't think, not a pick for this season, but something to keep an eye on for next season, definitely. Leicester are, are going for Europe. So I think they they should have quite a good run in actually. Um, uh, um, they're running. Oh, got, got his head down. Yeah, there. their fixtures are so good. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah, not a bad shout for my wild card. You guys have already got him in, and it's yeah. paying off already. Um, I don't copy this. No. <laughs> they're not. They're not in great form though, Leicester. Yeah. Uh, no wins in the last five games, two losses. Um, but yeah, it does look like Mahrez has turned a corner and that they're going to have a much, you know, they were kind of losing that game and to get a draw in the last minute in that kind of circumstance could give them a massive bounce. So yeah, not much hope for West Brom. Um, okay, West Ham Burnley. Yeah. Again, it's Burnley. kind of a battling game, isn't it? Uh, I, I think Burnley. I mean, I know they won at the weekend. Are in pretty poor form, uh, but then West Ham aren't that good. But West Ham had to have Arnautovic and Lanzini back, so I think they might be able to get a win. Um, it's a sort of game that they'll win just to pick up enough points to avoid relegation. Um, so you think West Ham for this game? I think West Ham. Yeah. Yeah. I think West Ham going forward with Antonio as well, scoring a couple of goals recently. Yeah. Um, yeah. will look much better going forward at home. But Burnley, uh, despite that their defence cannot keep a clean sheet and have not been able to keep a clean sheet in months now, you, you can never stop them scoring, I think. They never score very many, but they always seem to score one goal, normally Barnes or Wood, and now Wood's back. I think they're definitely a threat, and West Ham's defence is appalling. It's so, so terrible. <laughs> yeah, so definitely goals at both ends for this one. Yeah, potentially. Um, yeah, I, I, I got a feeling that West Ham have got a few of their attackers back, so they might just start flowing a bit more. And I think they are better man-for-man than Burnley are, um, as well as Burnley play as a team and defending. I don't know. I think uh, the Arnautovic... The Lanzini, uh, Antonio, Hernandez combination. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a good game, actually. I wouldn't have said that initially, but, you know, thinking about it, it could be a good game. Um, yeah. I. What do you think of Barnes? I think he's... He, at the start of the season, I thought he was uh, not a very good player, quite limited, but he's really starting to show some form and at 5.2 you know that's pretty cheap it could be someone to bring in for the double game weeks just as a punt yeah I really like Burnley because they're such like an old school English team um, like the clubs and they just play 4-4-2 have a couple of big units up front pump in some crosses and concentrate on set pieces and just work hard in yeah. two banks of four it's like it's it's like um, a test for all different formations. Can they beat the old? <laughs> yeah. Although I think there was going to be a bit of a problem, and it seems to have started since Christmas of them leaking goals, that what do they have left to play for? 
that kind of feeling that they were going to be one of the first teams on the beach with yeah. the flip-flops on. Yeah. Um, I think it's already slightly started to happen because they're not keeping clean sheets and the work rate at the start of the season was so high that the, a small squad is probably going to keep dropping. So I do like them. I do like watching them, but I'm not sure towards the end of the season if they will keep it up. Yeah. Um, Into four, both in, are they both injured? Uh, Defoe is injured, yeah. Look to their squad. So Defoe and Brady are both injured, and I think they're their best two players. So, Yeah, big players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going for a, a score draw or a bit or a few goals in that game. How about Chelsea Crystal Palace? I think Chelsea will win because they they have to because they're five points away from top four now. Um, but I think it'll be a struggle for them. I think Palace will not make it easy. Plus Chelsea at Barcelona in the following weeks. So. Yeah, I can see them winning like 1-0 or 2-1 or something. Yeah, a few minutes for Morata or Giroud instead of their strikerless formation against City. Can we talk about how terrible they were against Man City? I don't I... know if they were that terrible. I think, I think they saw what City did to Arsenal and they thought, well, we're going we're gonna to defend. We're going to put up, you know a five-man defence, a four-man midfield and just sit and we will try and get a nil-nil. If they score, we'll try and get a 1-1. I don't know. I know it was terrible to watch from a neutral point of view and they didn't mm. play well when they did have the ball but I thought as an approach, it was very Italian, very, you know, pragmatic and it could have worked if they were better on the ball and better in... Man City tough. It was if, like, as you say, they almost got a result if they just, let's say if Alonso smashed it in at the last minute, but yeah. I'm surprised they didn't play. They just seemed to... Earlier in the game as well. Yeah. I don't know, they were just really bad when they, they did get the ball, you know. Yeah, they were pretty pretty poor, um, but they were they were in it until the last minute. I know they didn't have many chances, but yeah, it was awful, awful to watch. <laughs> I spent a lot of time doing other things whilst watching it. It's like watching Man United. That's really bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or Arsenal. That's pretty bad as well. <laughs> um, but in this game, kind of Chelsea Palace. Palace have so many injuries, so many injuries, and they've got not a lot they can do going forward. Um, you know, Zaha's out, Sarko's out. They're left with one of their worst players this season, Benteke, as their main threat. Um, they're kind of relying on penalties that they don't have the players to win anymore. So I can't see them getting anything or scoring anything in this game. And I think easy, easy win for Chelsea, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. You think pa- you think Palace is going to be the whipping boys? Uh, this game week, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, Arsenal-Watford. I guess I'll, I'll take this one as an Arsenal fan. Um, I haven't seen the, uh, the Brighton game yet. Uh, Arsenal losing 2-1 away to Brighton. I... I didn't have any reception. I went out for a walk today with my wife. I didn't have any reception. So I asked her to look up the score for me. And she said, what do you think it is before I look it up? And I was like, I reckon 2-1 to Brighton. Because that's, (laughs) it's just, it's so easy to predict Arsenal these days. And I don't even need to see the game to know what happened. Um, But this is at home. And this is really reaction time you know you've lost so many games recently it's not a great Watford team you've got quality players and it I think yeah you've got Deeney up front for Watford he likes to rough players up and he there was this big thing uh was it early in the season when Watford beat us away I think didn't they 
you guys remember that? And he was yeah. Saying, no, Watford uh, beat beat you guys at when they were at um, at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Dini came on and he said that the Arsenal defenders didn't fancy it. You know, he put in a couple of strong tackles and he thought these guys don't fancy it and scored the winner. So I don't see him. Although he's on form, two goals in two games. I don't see him doing that away from home so much. Um, it's not really his stomping ground. So I think if a reaction is going to come, it's going to come in this game. And I can see it being, you know, 3-1 to the Arsenal. Yeah, I could see that happening. I could also see it. Yep. He gets one goal and Arsenal yeah. confidence shattered. Uh, yeah, it's all about the first goal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Looking at the Arsenal squad, there's not many injuries, which is quite damning, really, with the results recently. Um, there's long-term Kazola, Lacazette, who hasn't really been missed with Aubameyang coming in, and Monreal, who obviously is a miss. But, you know, there's plenty of players there to fill in. So, yeah, I think hopefully a result for Arsenal, um, unless the first goal goes to Watford. And then we completely capitulate. Um, when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, Ben, we were talking about who were the whipping boys. And you made a joke that it was Arsenal. And I think you were saying on WhatsApp that has been proved since then, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you whipping boys, Arsenal. Okay. Um, how about Bournemouth Spurs? Who wants to take that? Yeah, I'll take that. Um so Bournemouth are like the most difficult team to predict, I find, in the league. Because um, they, yeah. they play quite attacking, but they're not that good. So it just means they randomly concede, but also randomly score quite a lot of goals, either home or away. Um, so they're really quite a difficult team to predict. But then Spurs, I think, on a really good form, they, they seem to be sort of grinding victories out. Um, nothing too spectacular goal-scoring-wise, but just grinding the results so I I reckon maybe a 2-1 to Spurs um, maybe sort of yeah Harry Kane Eriksen Son type get get a couple of goals and then Bournemouth come back with one consolation hopefully from Wilson yeah hopefully <laughs> did you see the penalty Wilson didn't even get the penalty this week I know so mad yeah oh, so mad <sighs> I hope Bournemouth try and play football against Spurs because then I think Spurs will will kill them. Um, I think Bournemouth always try to play football, especially at home. Yeah. So. And it's Spurs killing. I I I'm hope I I have three Spurs players, so I'm kind of hoping Spurs kill them like three or four nil, but we'll see. Yeah. Just who turns up. But the thing is, Spurs are playing Oya, so it would seem, rather than Trippier at right back. So I think that's a weakness for them. They should really <laughs> do something about that. But I'm not sure uh, Pochettino will. And Bournemouth might exploit it. Who's on Bournemouth's left wing? Daniels. Because uh, uh, I have him. Daniels, yeah. yeah. He, got, he got blatantly fouled in the last game too, for, but the ref didn't give a penalty. So that was annoying. Yeah. So I guess we're both yes. better. Daniels and Trippio and Jordan Ive just left the team. <laughs> yeah, and Wilson not scoring. Yeah. yeah. At least Wilson is, hasn't been dropped yet. I was expecting him to maybe be dropped this week. Fairly, fairly unbelievably hasn't been dropped, yeah. He is starting to get subbed earlier and earlier. And yeah. Defoe is back. Can you imagine if by 31 he's not even starting? <laughs> what a waste. I can I can see that happening with this game week thirty one. Players like Richardson, uh, Richarlison, Wilson just suddenly not being played that week because they're being rotated and you you know, all those plans turning to dust. But that's just my negative outback. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're thinking Spurs killing for that game. Um how hoping. about Stoke hoping, hoping for getting <laughs> how about Stoke Man City? Yeah, I think Man City will thrash Stoke. Um, they're just a bit good, and Stoke are not. 
Stoke have looked a lot better defensively recently. They have, they have. Um, I think Man City will see this game as if they win this, they've pretty much got the title in the bag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've already got it in the bag, but like it's almost, it's almost becoming mathematical um, as we could approach these late, later games. So they'll still be firing quite, playing quite hard to win. Um, and they'd have just finished their Champions League, so they've got through that. I think um, maybe a three-goal first half and then just sit back. Mm. Do you see any no, goals for right. uh, No. Not easily, no. <laughs> I drew 0-0 this game week with Southampton in the, the last or match of the day game. So, yeah, it's not looking great, especially with Juve going off. He scored... Did he score the two goals away to um, Man City when they lost 5-2 earlier in the season? He definitely got one. Um, so, yeah, losing him is a bit of a problem because, you know, it's Crouch or Berahino, so that's not not that great for them. Um, okay, that's that's pretty much the, the fixture preview. Um, and the whipping boys, we've decided this week, are... Crystal Palace, is that right? Yes. Or Stoke, maybe. Yeah, um, okay. Palace first, Stoke second in the order. Okay. How about your your kind of punts for the next coming game week, game week 30? What players would you take a gamble on? Um, I think Arsenal attackers might be a good punt. Um, like you said, maybe it's reaction time. Maybe like Mkhitaryan or Obama Yang as a punt. Oh, another good punt, William. Maybe William at Palace. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. He looked to didn't didn't look like he was on the same good form that he has been on against City. But you know that was the same as the whole team. So, but yeah. Would you go for Aubameyang or any Arsenal midfielders? Mkhitaryan, you were saying. Anyone else? Well, Ramsey didn't even play this week, I don't think. So, I don't know what's happening with Ramsey. But um, he's the other good midfielder, I think. It's a good shout. But two. Yeah. Ozil, Not... every so often, just pops up and will get a couple of assists. Um, yeah. Just to show that he's very good, but doesn't play every week. Uh, a player that I quite like um, for game week 30 is Josh Sims, mm. um, who looked pretty good. Um, he for... does look good. Yeah, I'm not sure what his price is, but it's a way to Newcastle in that game that's that we're predicting is quite low scoring. But yeah, he did look very... Um, he looked like their kind of best attacking outlet that game. He's 4.3, yeah. I mean, as punts go, that is cheap. Um, yeah. And ownership of 0.1, obviously, that basically no one owns him. Um, so I quite like that one. I also like um, Van La Parra at Huddersfield. So, you know, the big game, Huddersfield at Swansea, they're at home. Van La Parra was on quite good scoring form. I think he'd had three goals recently before last game week. Um, it might have been three and three. Um or three and four, possibly. But yeah, I quite like him. And do you guys know how much? Do you want to take a guess on how much he is? Uh, four and a half. Ben? Mm, five. He's 4.8. So for one of their most attacking players, and it is, it's, he's got two goals in the last three. Um, so not bad. Um, yeah. I think for a punt. So those would be my 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 punt. I'd probably focus on the West Ham game. Um, I could picture maybe Arnautovic or Lanzini finding a bit of form and getting a goal. Mm. Yeah, good shout. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about clean sheets? If you had to pick one clean sheet this week, what would you go for? I would pick Man City. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> okay. B- 
because no. I tra- I transferred in I transferred out Otamendi and he's got two clean sheets in a row. So yeah, I think we'll continue. That makes sense. Yeah, I'd go for uh, Chelsea, um, but probably if Alonso rested just to spite me. <laughs> yeah, Emerson came on against Man City. I saw that, but he actually came on in midfield. Yeah. Um, but that was surely just getting him ready for taking over for Alonso. Yeah. Um, I think my clean sheet would probably be the Newcastle-Southampton game. Um, I'd probably go for Newcastle getting the clean sheet, I'd say. They looked pretty solid, I thought, for quite a while away to Liverpool this week. Um, I think against Southampton... They, they could just keep a clean sheet the whole game. So that's the one I go for. Yeah, definitely not because they're always good for a for one goal at least. Good shout. Okay, um, captain and transfers. Who wants to go first? Um, yeah. So yeah, you go, you go for it, Ben. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, I'm gonna save this week and. I'm going to captain Harry Kane. Um, yeah, I think United boss. I think I can still see Salah, Salah scoring points, but I think there is a bit of upside with Kane if Bournemouth try and play football against them. He could, he could do quite well. Uh, I also have Aguero away to Stoke, but I'm just not sure about rotation and stuff, so I want to go Kane. I can definitely see Jesus having got a few minutes yeah. against um, Chelsea starting that game because it's away and he was preferred playing away um, when he was fit. So, yeah. Okay, Matt, what about you? Um, yeah, so I, I will also try and save my transfer, but I currently have um, three or four players that don't play. So... I might be forced to make one just to make sure I get 11 out on the field. So a lot depends on Jones recovering from injury. Um, and if he doesn't, then I might swap him temporarily for a uh, for one of the Game Week 31 cheapo defenders in, in preparation for making uh, transfers just before Game Week 31. Yeah, good shout. So you were saying Bauer potentially at Stoke? Uh, yeah, so the two, the two that I'm looking at is Bauer at Stoke. Uh, who the, his name does influence me slightly um, in wanting to put me in my team. <laughs> Jack, Jack Bauer. Yeah. Here to save the day. Uh, you wouldn't get uh, Charlie Daniels at home to West Brom in game week 31. Charlie Daniels, I'm tempted by, but I mean, I'm developing a narrative of disliking Bournemouth quite a lot because of their unpredictability. And I already have two Bournemouth players in my squad, so a bit too overcommitting to them. Um, the other one I'm thinking is Chico Martina for Everton. Who I mean, Everton aren't great, but he's quite cheap. He plays for he got a couple of assists in the last few game weeks, so I was tempted yeah. by him. Oh, and sorry, and the final one was Mariapa as well, who was really really cheap. Um, yeah, is he is he still four point one? Yeah, yeah, he was four point one million. So I work out how I can afford to get money in quite. And see see if I need to get a four point one defender. Yeah, good shout. And your captain? Um, so I'm sort of tossing the coin between Mares, Kane, and De Bruyne. Um, I have stuck a Salah through thick and thin because of someone's guidance, and that's worked really well for me. Uh, <laughs> but I might I might I might go for Kane. I think. Okay, yeah, please do, because your options sound great, and the only one of them I have is Kane, so go for Kane. Um, so my my captains and transfers, so Captain Kane, I'm not going to go for any of the Liverpool players away to Mourinho's bus. And apart from that, like I was saying before, I'm really struggling um, for anyone to pick. My vice-captain is probably going to be Alonso at home to Crystal Palace, because... There's not much else happening. Um, transfers, I like I was saying before, I'm really struggling for injuries, but I can put um, Speroni on the bench with an injury 
Jones on the bench, Ogbonna and Sterling, and still hopefully get uh, 11 players out. So despite having quite a low score expected, I can I can kind of hold a transfer for 31 and stick with my strategy. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be me. I don't think Are I'm going to Are you going to have full, 30, full 11 players for 31? At the moment, I've got seven. So I'll get nine in on without spending any points. Um, so, I, yeah, I could spend a, cu- a couple of hits to get players in and get a full 11 and really try and maximise it um, because I'm going to wildcard pretty soon after that. Um, if not in game week 32, then 33. Um, yeah. So I think that's me. Mm. Game week 31, and we'll see how it kind of pans out with Matt's opposite strategy of all out for game week 31. Yeah. Don't care about 31. It's a, it's a dead game week. That's what I'm gambling on. Yeah. I, yeah. Unfortunately, at the moment, I think your predictions seem to be coming right. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. All right, guys. Anything else you want to cover? No, just enjoy the Arsenal game when you watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be tuning in straight away. Match of the day. Yeah, looking forward to it. Have you guys seen it? I've watched a bit of the second half and the desperation slowly creeping in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I look forward to chatting to you guys next week. Cool. All right. Thank you.